You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. When it's uh, 9.34 p.m. Uh, South African time, my daughters are going to sleep now, Muftisa. Please tell them a little story before bedtime, Ustad. I must tell you a story, my little daughters. I tell you a nice, wonderful story. Now you are 10, 12, 14 years old. Now before you sleep, you read your kalimas and read this dua with me, my three daughters, right? Rabbana Habalana Min Azwajina Wadurriyatina Qurrata Ayun Oh beloved Allah grant us such nice good pious spouses and grant us wonderful pious children that are the coolness of the eyes Surah twenty five verse seventy four now story time so I don't have children. So I got daughters, right? Two, three daughters. For example, here's a story. So one shooter came, a suitor. So now he wants to marry my daughter. So I don't know him. He doesn't know me, but he heard of my daughter. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, Bye, what's your name? He said, so Yusuf. What he said, his name is Yusuf. So I told him, your name is Yusuf. Read Surah Yusuf. So what he says, he says, no, I don't know. I say, please go away. Your name is Yusuf. You can't even read 10, 20 verses of Surah Yusuf, so go from here. Then after one, two weeks, you must remember, another guy came, another shooter, shooter. So his name Ibrahim. So I told him, oh, I don't know you. What's your name, Ibrahim? Mm-hmm. Read Surah Ibrahim for me. So now he says, no, I don't know. I can't even read three verses. I say, you better go from here. Then after another two, three weeks, one guy came. So I asked him, what's his name? So now he says, his name is Muhammad. So I told him, you know Surah Muhammad. Surah Muhammad, Surah 47. So you must remember, Surah Ibrahim, Surah 14. Surah Yusuf, Surah 12. He said, no, but I don't know. I say, you better go from here. I don't want you. Finish another story. So one fourth guy, he was a sharpshooter. He wasn't a shooter, he was a sharpshooter. Mm. So now he liked my daughter, you see. And he heard about this. Anybody come, then I ask them, what is your name? And then they must read that surah. Then I will give them my daughter. So this guy came, he was a sharpshooter. So I asked him, by what's your name? He said, Ikhlas. So I'm going to tell him, read Surah Ikhlas. Then he read, Kul Wallahu Ahad. So that is how you must remember he got. Nice story. So now go and sleep. Shab Bakhir. means good night. My Hazaji Nawar Allah Marqadahu of Jalalabad, when we were there in 1977, Majlis finished everything. Now Hazrat also wants to rest. We also have to rest. So he tell us, go now. Shab Bakhir. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. So you, my daughters, shab khair. Ustad, I've got uh, Australia, a listener, says that they're going to upload some photos of the Moroccan earthquake on WhatsApp. Is it true, Ustad? So you must remember the whole thing is already out. You must remember it happened Friday, and now Friday, Saturday, Sunday, today is Monday. So you can go to any news channel and you will see so many things there. What you want to upload now, everything is done, is history and all that. So you must remember that the people there should ask themselves, halat, action and reaction. Your government is a murdered government. I've been to Morocco. So the prostitution, alcohol, 
alcohol, wine, dine, swine, everything is legal there. Legal meaning is available. And you must remember they stole the people's land and so forth in Western Sahara. Then the worst crime, they went to normalize ties with Israel to make the Americans happy and the Jutlas happy. So there must be repercussions. There must be consequences. And the people who are doing good, they passed away with Iman as Shuhada. Allah Jalla Wala will elevate them. Those who passed away without Iman, Islam, they go straight to hell. So remember, we must help, but you can't say for the every Everybody. That's not permissible. You can't be making collection and say we're going to give everybody. So that is not permissible because it's Muslim and non-Muslim. So we must be very careful in this type of issues here. People just collect. Then there's hardly any worry that we're giving Muslim or non-Muslim. You say, no, just give everybody. I know of organizations in South Africa, they collect zakat and they give Shias. <laughs> when I challenge the Molvi there, he tell me, no, they're Muslims. He say, no, there's difference of opinion. So I told him, you know, Jahil, you ajhal. You must remember that you're the biggest jahil. So an ignorant person, you you talk nonsense, you know. So that is why you must be very careful regarding these issues. So said in the masjid, there's uh, a notice stating that musallis wanting using the chairs must use the chairs at the sides of the masjid and not fill up the serfs even if there is space. Please advise if this is allowed to start. So you must remember in Islam it is khayru sufufi rijal awwaluha wa sharruha akhiruha. Authentic hadith in Sahih Muslim. The best serf you must remember for the man is the one right in front and the worst serf is the one right at the back. So if a person who is ma'azur he comes and he sits in the first serf so you can't tell him, no, you can't sit here in the first serve, you must go at the back or you must do this and so forth. So, or you must sit on the side and there must be gaps and gaps and it's not permissible that Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah said, man, you must remember that, man, uh, that you understand, man qata asaf qata ahullah and man wasala asaf wasala ahullah that whosoever you must remember joins the serve, Allah Ta'ala's mercy will come. Who cuts off the surf and sufuf, you must remember then Allah Ta'ala will cut him off and deprive him of his mercy. So if you are trying to say people with chairs must sit on the sides and so forth on the flanks, even if there's gaps in between, that's not permissible. Suddul Khalal, Mustafa Sallallahu said, you must close the gaps. You can't tell people, no, you must sit on the flank even if there's gaps in between. It's a haram to do that, not permissible. Somebody says, please advise Ustad. For how long can a husband and wife be separated? Wife told her husband to move out. She needs her space and it's been since Ramadan. Until now they still separated Ustad. So it's a very, very hungry husband and a hungry man is an angry man. We're already ending suffer this week and then the bill over will start on Saturday, Sunday. Saturday in Saudi Arabia and Sunday here by us, inshallah, Aziz. So now you're from Ramadan. So when the wife told you, the husband get out. So now we can't take the story from there. We have to go to the background. Why did the wife tell you during Ramadan, pack up and go? 
Were you busy with other women? You told her you're going to read Tarawi, but you were busy there with your girlfriend. You told her that you're going here, but you landed up some... I know of incidents like that. I know of incidents where the guys got caught in Ramadan and all that with other women and so forth. So you must remember all funny, funny things happens. You must remember this type of... So why did your wife tell you to pack up and go? That's the main issue. So remember, you are still married to her, that she can't marry any person and you must ask her for forgiveness take a nice present and go back and tell her I'm guilty on all charges no mitigating circumstances please I want to make the home we have children together and so forth that is what you must do your marriage is still valid and you must go back home we have to make the home and don't break the home and don't carry on like some politician come tell me the second half of the story and not the first half why did your wife kick you out that no woman will kick you out you must have done something terrible therefore she kicked you out brother hmm. what's that i've got a uh, brother Ryan. Uh, he says that uh, why did the former president obama accept the presidential salary when president trump refused his salary is obama greedier Raymond, who's that? All of them are crooks. You must remember that every president is a crook in America. Crook meaning that for what they go into presidency, how many underhand deals they are doing and so forth. Start with Clinton, what he was doing under the table with Monica. You forgot all that. Go look at this guy, Obama. Let his own brother say he's gay. Go and see the Fox interview. The whole interview is written that how the guy say he was busy with Obama so we're stealing what and what he doesn't know his exit from his entry what you're talking of Trump you must remember Trump stole the whole of Palestine he told Israel I will be the first president to give you Jerusalem and we will move you must remember the United States Embassy right from there Tel Aviv to Jerusalem we will steal the Golan Heights you must just put my name there it's no more Golan Heights it's the Trump Heights who's the biggest crook my brother so Biden. Go read about Biden and Hunter and go see what deals they made with Russia and so forth. Hunter is being unindicted and all that. Who's fooling who, my brother Raymond? You must wake up, Raymond. Don't be just swallowing everything. Take a, a vaccine and in a booster and a rooster and then you think just like the idiots. You must sift out everything. They're all a bunch of crooks. You must remember that. Somebody says, Muftisab, kids filling the serfs. Is this allowed? The elders shout the kids and chase them to the back of Stada. No, that's wrong. You mustn't shout them and so forth. Yesterday I met a young boy here in this masjid, five years old. Umar, his name. So I caught him and then I blew on him. I read Surah Fatiha on him and so forth. His father told me he's falling very ill. So now he knows. I told him, Umar, I'm going to hold you and don't run away. I'm reading for you. So we must win our children over. Show them the love and all that. They're coming to masjid. Since when you became such a buzruk, just turn your life at the back and see what you were doing. 
Quran says you were doing the same things when you were small in your, heart, in your history in your life and today Allah gave you hidayat you want to become holier than thou instead of encouraging the children to come to masjid you want to chase them out yes if they are very small two three four five years old then you must tell them to go home but six and above is very good allow them in a masjid let them make their own surf and row at the back and keep one two adults there otherwise they will just play there the whole time so the imam the trustees must also use their common sense you know although common sense nowadays is not so common Ustad what is your view on the Jibal uh, Jibal Salam project Ustad so you must remember I don't know much about this but one thing people are sending to me to say you see I will give you I just give you an analogy yesterday I had visitors so they also were telling me about this so I gave them this analogy then they kept quiet when we started, I started with Allah's help, we started General Islam. There were no programs. I started the programs. With Allah's help, 22nd January 2001 was the first program. Auzu Bismillah with Allah's help, Allah's mercy. So then now it became famous and so forth. So Molvis used to come, Muftis used to come, this one, come, that one. So there were two Molvis, they both passed away, so we won't take their names. Allah give them genital Firdos. So you will know who they are once I start speaking. They used to come and debate with me. We started January 2001, mm. right? And then they saying that now end of 2001, two, they come and debate, especially they come on a Friday. Say, no, we don't agree with you. And thus and that. I say, what you don't agree? That they say Mahdi is out. He's born already. People, they had breakfast with him. So I <laughs> asked them when you're living lunch with him. <laughs> so then they used to get mad with me. So they say that, you know, Mahdi will come out in 2004. I said, where's the Dalil? They take out papers, does that. I said, but where is written 2004? So we went for Hajj. They made people cancel their Hajj ticket. I'm telling you, they both these Mulvis. So one was a Mufti, one was a Maulana. So anyway, you must. They passed away. Allah give Jannatul Firdos. So now you must remember. I went for Hajj with Allah's help. Came back. So they came. I say, what happened to your to your Mahdi? He never came. And they said there'll be bloodshed. He said, no, we make mistake in calculation. You see. So now they got 2023 to 2030. The Jal will come and all that and that. once you start specifying things we reject it completely you must remember where is the Dalil it's just speculation all these kind of things yeah? mm. so now you must remember that you say no we're going to run away to the mountain we'll do this we'll do that and so forth so that's your choice you want to go that's your fine but you ask me to go me I don't go you must remember that so you must, we stay here and we fight the Jal how we'll fight the Jal we read Surah Kahab how we fight the enemy we don't have AK-47, we got AK-255. What is AK-255? Yesterday, Maulana Arafat, yeah, in the, the, the majlis of Hazrat Muftiz al-Haqsa was here in the Khanka, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody finished breakfast, everything, Walima it was, Haji Yusuf Asmar's Walima, this, that. So we're coming out. One small lady, 10, 11 years old, he came running. Say, Mufti AK, me, I want to become there. I want to ask you all the questions. And then you must answer. He say, I just like it like that. I say, what's your age? He say, 11 years old. He say, me, I want to join the Marcus. I say, mashallah, I'm making the 11-year-old lighty. You see, he's firing up one way and so forth and so on. So don't do that. You must remember that never... 
go and confuse people and say, see this Maulana Mufti and whatever. 2,000 former Hadiths coming out. Now you want to say 2030, 2023, 2030, Dajjal. Where's the Dalil? Where's the evidence? Dajjal will come out. We all believe in that but where's the specification of this so nobody can say that so therefore when people ask i say these are all speculation and you must remember these type of things you want to go build the indian muslim township what town that's your business it's your money you do so don't come and tell me that i must come there me i'm not interested in these things so that is eating out in muslim restaurants allowed is it okay to eat out there's halal organizations who got halal logos they're not worth the paper on which is written, they have caused more damage to Islam than doing good. So the logos today, you see how many haram things are being made halal? So you must remember that me personally, I'm dead against all these things. Eating out, you are what you eat. Remember that. Quran Sharif says, Not one halal organization can tell me these things they put halal, halal, halal is tayyib. Not one. So you must remember this. So this, first of all, chicken you take. You take the animal, stunning. Stunning itself is haram. Show me all these abattoirs, what they do with the animals and so forth. They shock them, they stun them and all that. Mm. So when you start eating this kind of meat, then you also become a little bit shocked up and confused and your fuses get blown. I'll never advise anybody. Mm. Somebody says, Ustad, please advise on investing in gold and silver in this current time, Ustad. Very good. We encourage that. وَالَّذِينَ يَقْنِزُونَ الذَّهَبَ وَالْفِدَّةِ وَلَا يُنْفِقُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ So Almighty Allah says those who hoard the gold and silver and they don't spend it in the part of Allah فَبَشِّرُهُمْ بِعَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ Then announce to them a painful, terrible, horrible punishment. So Almighty Allah is not objecting on the gold and silver. Allah is objecting, remember, on the hoarding of it. And then you don't spend you don't give out the zakat and so forth and so on so it shows gold and silver is very good to invest in and if you want reference of this open surah toba chapter number 9 and verses 34 and 35 and you will see what the ramifications consequences punishment chastisement is serious punishment so gold silver excellent it has intrinsic value it will always increase sooner or later so we encourage that instead of all this haram dandas, sharia compliant and banks and all that interest, all haram, all these things here, so just give interest another name and say profit, P-R-O-F-I-T and fool the people so don't fool yourself, invest in these things here, we encourage that 100%. Somebody says, Mufti Sam, I'm going through a very, very trying times at work and my rosy risk is at risk, what can I recite or do to overcome Ustad? I'm not sure what your query is. Are your colleagues giving you problem? Are your employer giving you problem? Your boss, your manager, your CEO, who I don't know. Anyway, Kainan Mankan, whoever it is, read these three du'as and make sure you read your five daily salat on time in the masjid if you're a male. And you female, then you read at home, you must remember on time and make dua for your husband, for your son and so forth, your mother, wife or whatever. So you must read Surah 29, verse 30. Surah 29, Surah An-Kabut, the spider, verse 30. Rabbin surni alal 
الْقَوْمِ الْمُفْسِدِينَ Oh, beloved Allah, assess me against the troublemakers, mischief makers. Surah 44, oh, verse 44. وَأُفَوِّدُ أَمْرِي إِلَى اللَّهِ Ya Allah, my affairs, my matters, I'm handing them over to you. إِنَّ اللَّهَ بَصِيرٌ بِالْعِبَادِ Verily all, my dear Allah, is all observing over the servants. In the very next verse, all, my dear Allah, gives guarantee. فَوَقَاهُ اللَّهُ سَيِّعَاتِ مَا مَكَرُوهُ How many people try and scheme and plot and plan against us, against Muslims? So read this. Allah says He will protect you from those who are plotting, planning, scheming against you. Chapter 40, verse 45. Read Surah 3, verse 173. When the enemies came with their scare tactics and propaganda, then these are Sahaba, the beloved students, companions of the Master, the Iman and faith increased, their conviction increased. And they said, Surah 3, verse 173, Allah is sufficient for us. Allah is the best one to take care of these matters and these affairs. Then the next verse, Surah 3, verse 174, Through the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah, no harm came to them. So inshallah you do that, and that person, Muslim, non-Muslim, who's just jealous and has hatred for you, he doesn't want you, must keep, get promotion or whatever, then read the 99 names of Almighty Allah. Read now with me. You brother, read now with me. Ya muntaqimu, ya muntaqimu, ya muntaqimu. Ya Allah, you take retribution from them. You sort them out, ya Allah. So you don't have to do anything. Just do that and Allah will change everything in your favor. Inshallah, Aziz. Somebody says, how do we reply to Muslims who start? Who say, how can we say that if someone passes away without the kalima, that they are destined for Jahannam? Only Allah Ta'ala is the judge who started. So you must remember that we don't say that. You're speaking half lies and half truth. We say if a person is sane and mature and he dies on any faith besides Islam, he's a Jew, Christian, Hindu, Buddhist, atheist, Zionist, whatever, then they go to Jahannam. Because Almighty Allah Himself said so. Surah number 33, verses 64, 65. In Allah kafirin. Verily Almighty Allah has cursed the non-Muslims who are sane and mature and they die in that state and condition and Almighty Allah has already prepared for them the furnace and blazing fire they will dwell and stay in that hellfire eternally perpetually and there's no protector no helper for them if you don't believe in this you will join them in Jahannam so you must remember Surah 33 verses 64-65 
life. We don't pass verdict from our own side. We cite for you, quote for you the Quranic verse, the Hadith, and so forth. Second one, if a person reads the Kalima sincerely, everything, a person is reading La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah and he did so sincerely all that that were his last words he will enter Jannah inshallah with the grace and mercy of Allah open Mishkat Sharif you will find it there third scenario a person was Muslim and he used to practice Islam according to the best of his her ability but at the time of death they were in a coma they were sleeping and so forth and so on there was nobody there and we we don't know whether he read kalima or not so we will still say he will go jannah because you must remember there's no sign that he or she committed blasphemy kufr or shirk idol worship or polytheism there's no real sign he was a nifmunafik and hypocrite who only outwardly embraced islam or was muslim but inwardly he was devoid of it and so forth so in case like that we will say he'll enter Jannah but where the person the primary fecky evidence is against him then we will say he's non-Muslim the person dies in the church he goes there for memorial service and he's praying with the Christians with a candle and all and he dies he's 100% murtered out of the fall of Islam so we're not judging Almighty Allah passed the verdict we just elaborate and explain it Zero eight four seven eight six three one three two international overseas listeners plus two seven eight four seven eight six three one three two. Somebody says here, yeah, this up. Uh, why are you not speaking anymore about uh, about Afghanistan, about the sisters in Afghanistan? Ustad, see, I just spoke of <laughs> Afghanistan. Now you must remember, brother. I think you got selective amnesia. You understand? You must go tomorrow. Maybe there's some wax in your ears and so forth. So you must remember I just told you that Afghan, the brother from UAE mm. when he spoke about Afghanistan he spoke about that we need the westerners I said see Afghanistan they gave the westerners such a threshing that nobody will come back Britain will never come back Russia will never come back America and its allies will never come back China said we didn't do any harm to so make deals with us so they're doing deals Chinese are Haramis regarding that you see you my brother you watch your TV, all Western TV, and they slanted TV. Why you don't ask the Westerners what you doing with your woman and making them prostitutes? What you doing with your woman and making transgender? Eve becomes Steve and Steve becomes Eve. Why you don't allow them? You must remember in your you'll understand sports events when they transgender and see they speak about tennis and all. So now the tennis final, whatever it is, ask them the men and women they get equal amount. The men play best of five and the women play best of three. When I was very young, I used to play a lot of tennis, soccer, cricket. So we know how the rules work. So, so where's the equality in all this? They're all haramis, these people. And you're an idiot to believe them and all these kind of things. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I think our time this, is... Just one more study overseas. He says, uh, this is from Chipata, Zambia. Move this up. We had a seven-a-side boys soccer tournament that was organized by our Muslim community. Official local referees were hired to manage the games. And one of them was a woman referee. Our elders and Molanas were also part of spectators. Was this justified to start? Please comment. The whole tournament is haram. You must remember that and to bring a woman referee. Where's your people's brains? If the Maulana said so, tell them they also cursed in doing all these kind of things here. So you must remember the whole tournament is cursed. 
cursed. Why the whole tournament is cursed? You got ABC team, you got XYZ team, and they all had to pay a certain amount and so forth. And then when the team wins, they get the prize money from the money you gave. So that's gambling and it's haram in Islam. And then you bring a woman referee. It's like our Muslim schools today. I don't call them Islamic schools. We call them Muslim school. So now some, I don't say all, some Muslim, today also I got a query. You say in our Muslim school, they're training the girls how to play soccer and all these kind of things. Imagine. So you must remember that now you bring a woman referee. So you must remember that. So just now one guy, so he will say, I'm running. And then he runs straight into the girl lady referee and knocks her bosoms to pieces. Then what happens? So it's called an extra goal. You must remember this. So all haram business. You don't have to even ask such a question. If you got common sense, we'll tell you that the whole event is haram and to bring lady and all that there. Quran says, Surah 33, verse 33, woman, you are placed at home. Not running around blowing whistle and all these kind of things. Yeah. Okay, next up, inshallah, we got Hafiz Yusuf Kala and mashallah, we met Afzab and his son, Maulana Muhammad. Allah reward them all and his family. Allah give them all shifa. And remember thereafter, we have Mufti Zarwali and he speaks about Rabiul Awal and related issues. Tomorrow, 4 o'clock, inshallah, Maulana Arafat, Junaid Murta and Riyadh will be all on inshallah inshallah 5 o'clock or so azan will go 5.06 or 5.07 around there we will start my program inshallah it's big special special dua for occupied Palestine the 15 judges must pass the verdict against the three donkeys there Benjamin Netanyahu and Smotrich and Ben Gwey and all these haramis there all might Allah decimate and destroy the enemy if there's no hidayat for them and Ansar Radio will carry it now. I think uh, my brother Lukolo will send everything to them and then they will carry it now. That's the message they sent to us. Wallahu a'lam. Allah ta'ala guide one and all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, Hafizahullah. Well, up next, Hafiz Kala Sahib, thereafter the Urdu lecture. See you guys tomorrow morning with myself. Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim in our beloved Fadilatul Ustad, Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, Hafizahullah. Allahumma ahdina wa ahdibina wa ahdina sa jami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.